This is the Your Money Hour podcast. I am your host, Dakota Grady. So before we get started, if you haven't heard about my website, DakotaGrady.com, check it out. The resources are there for you. My book, Financial Hope, is there in audio, book, and paperback as well. In my course, you can get that online. And if you need help with your business, check out my website at theatdoc.com. That's the accounting tech and taxdoctor.com. So check it out. My guest for today's show is Dana Morales of thehappinessbucket.com. I hope I got that right. So Dana is, and actually she's in the Nashville, Tennessee area. I met Dana last year. So she had me on her podcast. I wanted to just share the love and invite her to my show. So without further ado, Dana, welcome to the show and tell about who you are and about what you do. Well, as you stated, my name is Dana L'Oreal Morales. I am the owner of the Happiness Bucket. I'm a holistic process strategist. So I help um, entrepreneurs to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both their business and their personal life because I really believe in holistic organizing. And so I know it's a struggle for um, entrepreneurs, specifically side hustling entrepreneurs. And so I wanted to give some tips and tricks to those who are trying to to really make a difference and to do those things. Awesome. So how long have you been in business and tell about, about the other hats that you wear as well. Okay, so I've been in business since 2013, but when I started my business, it looked completely different. (laughs) It looked completely different. I actually have a full-time job. I am a project manager um, for a corporate law firm here in Nashville. And so, you know, that is my daytime job. I have no intention of leaving it anytime soon. And I think that's one of the things that makes me different as a coach, and again, specifically for side hustlers is and and all entrepreneurs, but specifically side hustlers, because I truly understand what that means and, and the struggles that side hustlers have um, when it comes to starting their business and, and trying to maintain the ins and outs of a side gig, side hustle on top of a full-time job. Um, and of course, I'm a mother. Uh, my daughter is seven years old at this point, and um, I'm married. Um, and so I understand all the hats, right? And so I really um, like to help my clients um, navigate all of those things. And as you obviously know, as a parent, that looks so different for every individual. And so just being able to adapt the plan and adapt um, all of the things that you have to navigate to your life and not trying to have a cookie cutter for everybody is important to me. So tell me, if someone comes to you and needs help with getting organized and having processes in place, talk about what you do for clients and how you help them. So the first step is really just to talk to the person to find out what their needs truly are. Because I have really three, I kind of split my services into three different buckets. So I have um, the business bucket, which is the individual who is really just looking to get the processes processes and things um, established in their business. Uh, And that can look many different ways to many different people. Uh, The next phase or the next segment would be your personal life or, and this is kind of split as well, but really your home life of getting your home organized, getting processes set up 
in your home to help it run smoother, um, to help you get in and out of your house, dealing with your children and your, and your, your spouse's schedule. Um, all at the same time. Um, and then there's also dealing with your personal self because a lot of us as entrepreneurs kind of deal with everything else and we leave ourselves for last. And if we didn't learn anything in 2020, we learned that it's important to really, you know, look at self-care. Um, and so believe it or not, there's a lot of organization that comes into that as well. And so um, those are the three main areas, although those are split between personal and business. Um, and then I have the holistic side, which is basically all of it. So there are some clients who just are like, I need it. I need everything. And so, um, so that's the first step is just figuring out where are they really wanting to focus their attentions and then determining, you know, their financial needs, their time needs, um, because if you need quick turnaround and, you know, maybe you have a launch or something going on, then that's a one-on-one -on -one service type of um, interaction that they're gonna wanna have with me. Whereas you have others who maybe their budget isn't in the right place, or, you know, I shouldn't say in the right place, but maybe they are a little bit more budget conscious in that they have to piecemeal their things together. Um, then they may be better for Organized Academy, which is basically where I have taken all of my coaching my teachings, all of the step-by-step how-to information and have put it into an academy format um, so that they can get what they need when they need it. Um, and then I roll out new trainings based on what my clients um, in the academy have said, hey, I really need help on XYZ. Then we will do a training and then that's offered to the rest of the members um, of the academy. So it's usually one of those two So it paused, you were saying that one of those two. So, cause I was like, what happened? Um, so basically my clients come is usually one-on-one -on -one service or it's the academy service. All right. Um, so, you know, it, it depends on where the person is in their journey. Um, and some people just want one-on-one -on -one assistance and they really like that hand-holding and just having me personally at their disposal. And so they prefer the one-on-one -on -one route. And then others are kind of DIYers and they're just kind of, oh, if you just give me the instructions, I'm good. Um, they still have access to me through the academy, but it's just a little bit more of a group coaching type of thing um, where everybody gets the same information that is being offered. So when did you launch the academy? Talk about that some. The Academy launched in um, the summer of 2020 um, and, and I did a really soft launch and this is something that I do teach my clients to do is sometimes we are so excited to get something out and we want to do a big splash to get information out um, regarding our services and things, but we don't do a testing of it, right? And so what happens a lot of times is you do this big, all this publicity, hey, come, come here and test this out and then 
it flops because there's technical issues or something goes wrong awry or you forgot a piece or what have you and so i always do soft launches so early in the summer i did a soft launch for founding members to allow people who are interested in joining to join at a discounted rate and that ran through the end of um 2020 and now we are basically in just open um applications or i shouldn't say applications but open joining because it's an open door process i don't i don't open and door close my doors it's basically whenever you find me you can join at that time at whatever the um price is at the time awesome so how have you been able to balance being a mother entrepreneur employee and a wife <laughs> a lot of hats in it <laughs> Uh, organizing, you know, I, you knew I was going to say that Dakota, <laughs> um, is honestly, it is process and organization. It's really about looking at your overall needs. What is it that you have to do? What are the, first of all, what are your priority things, right? So what are the things that are most critical to you and are most important to you and are game changers, right? My daughter her going to school, getting her to school and getting her the things that she needs to um, survive, right? Those are critical. I'm, I'm not gonna skip out on those. Um, and then just listing, you know, figuring out what are critical things for the day because it's not a, here's my list and this is what it's gonna be every single day and I don't have to worry about it. You really have to look at it on a day by day and a week by week basis. You can have an overarching calendar of this is kind of what I'm seeing for my month, for example. But even when you plug in those different things for the month, you are also going to be plugging in things for work and for home and for your personal self. I feel, again, we're holistic. So, you know, when I, when I plan out my calendar, I really look at, is my week really balanced, right? Is my month balanced? Now you're going to have weeks where maybe this week is really heavy at work. And so I'm not going to be able to do a whole bunch of my business, but then the next week, I'm going to try my best to shift that. Right. And I'm going to say, okay, I really need to spend some time in my business because I owe this to a client or I really need to get prepared for a new bundle release that's coming out. And so it's looking at where's my extra time. So, and this is a, it's a loaded question, Dakota, because with my schedule, it, you know, I'm a project manager. So that ebbs and flows as the day goes on. Right. Um, there's no set, calendar set time when it comes to projects same with my daughter same with my business um so it really is a um what's the word i'm looking for kind of a puzzle piece um blending it together trying to figure out what makes sense for the day setting list of priorities of okay today what's on my calendar and let me see what are the three top things i need to address today and i try to and I say try to um, list one thing from each section, right? So one thing for myself, one thing for my business, one thing for work. Uh, work also, you know, that's an eight to five. I'm, I'm dedicated for that time period. But even in that, I have priorities and a priority list that, that falls into that category as well. Um, and then just another thing that I like to do, um, oh, this is getting into some lessons. I'm like, okay, let me think about this calendar thing. So 
Okay, so we all know that if you are working a full-time job, and even if you are not, because I, I really want to stress this. So, so Dakota, I know you're full-time in your business. So let's say your business hours are eight to five, right? You are working in your business from eight to five. Let's say that you had clients um, from, you had clients booked all day for Monday. Let's just use Monday for an example. So eight to five, you're working in your business. You are grinding, right? Mm -hmm. But you haven't had time to work on your business. Correct. You've been working in your business. So that's the same thing as a side hustler. My eight to five is I'm working on my full-time job. So that's a dedicated time period for that. So now I'm gonna say, okay, what, what periods of time do I have to work in my business? Well, for me, uh, mornings are out because that's dedicated to my daughter. So we've got lunchtime, a lunch block, and I have an evening block. Well, there's certain days during the week I do not work in my business just because of things that are going on in my household. So, you know, I may dedicate, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, my daughter goes to her grandparents' house. So Wednesday and Thursday nights are business nights, period. Now, within those business nights, I spend time with my husband, of course, that's our alone time. So I'm like, okay, now let, I've got to navigate with him. Do you want to do something on these two nights or are you good with just being, you know, chilling on the couch or whatever? So it's communication, it's navigating through, setting some clear deliverables as far as what time is dedicated to my business, what time is dedicated to my family, what time is dedicated to working in my business versus on my business, and then navigating those. And I know that was a long answer to your question. <laughs> but. Well, I think it was important is having a to-do list. I mean, I do one too. And we still have to change from doing a prioritizer one. It's still prioritizer, but it's basically trying to cram as much activity that I can in one day. Mm -hmm. And challenge myself to go to bed at 9 o'clock p.m. that is, Eastern time. <laughs> because for me, I hit it hard. I go hard. I'm gonna lay. I'm trying to get stuff done. I don't like to leave things unfinished. One, especially if I'm doing stuff for a client, only get things done timely. But right, I got challenge myself to cut it off and yeah. go to bed. <laughs> and I mean, for you, and and I think that's a a very good distinction, right? Because you're full time in your business, whereas a side hustler doesn't have that ability to do that clear cut cutoffs and saying, okay, this is what I'm gonna, you know, their evening time, that's their their crunch time. So it's important for you to acknowledge within yourself, where, what are your pockets of time when you can do specific things? And as you've done, is set specific rules. You have that clear cut time for your business. And I'm assuming that's working in and on your business is, is in that time frame. And then once your work hours are over, that's family time right and then nine o'clock is your self-care time because you're like i gotta sleep <laughs> yes exactly, I gotta, exactly. You know. yes yeah. so you with your husband how does he is he supportive of your son also i mean like how does that work and how long have y'all been married yeah so we've been married eight years um he is very supportive he um just the nature of our our daytime jobs are completely different. 
but he understands what it is that I do. So he'll go out there, you know, and he'll he'll post something saying, hey, go check her her video out. Or if you need organizing help, you need to talk to my wife. So, so he's very supportive in that nature. Um, he's very supportive when I have interviews or calls in the evening hours. And I'm like, hey, I need you to navigate our daughter and keep her, you know, entertained. Now she's old enough to, I can just say, hey, I've got a call. I need you to not come in. Um, but just being able to be the parent, the go-to parent during that time, he's very um, open to that and supportive from that nature. And I know that that's a blessing because some people's spouses don't understand. And, you know, there, it's a, why are you doing that instead of being here with us? Or, you know, and even with kids, it's the same, it's the same thing. So my wife and I, we've been married for 12 years, and right now she's like, our daughter Naomi was four years old, not seven, four. So <laughs> understand. They don't they don't understand. I got an interview, right? They're like, Daddy, I need you. <laughs> close the door. <laughs> lock. Because um, you can't just close it, you gotta lock it. <laughs> so question for you. How do you, well, you're unique in having a side hustle and a job and not wanting to quit the, the job. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, like, how do you, yeah, just expand on that, because like for me, like, full-time job, I've done it for years, it's time for the new, a new business. But for you, it's different. So talk about that dynamic. Well, I think the the big difference for me is that my my side hustle was built out of a, me seeing a hole in the industry, right? So in my daytime, like my daytime job and my side hustle are pretty much the same. The main difference is my full-time job is really like my company is my client. If you really, you know, if you want to put it in those terms, because I'm doing the exact same things that I'm doing for my clients for this company. Mm. They're just paying me to do that on a eight. They basically have contracted me eight to five to do this for them. Right. Um, that's not how it came about, of course. But if you look at it from that perspective, why would I leave? Like the only the only value in me leaving is for me to take on clients full time. But I feel there's a need in both both areas, um, and plus there's insurance. <laughs> let's just be, let's just be real. The pay is good. There's insurance. I mean, you know, like there's really no value at this point in my life for me to leave this job that I've been in for 19 years at the same company. You know, like this is my family over here. So for me, that just wasn't a need, right? I'm not saying that there never will be the desire at some point, but right now it just works with the way that I've developed my business. And I think that's important for anybody, any entrepreneur, especially when they're starting out to think about is what are what were your goals for going into business? What is it that you wanna get out of it, right? And truth be told, my goals for going into business were to have a backup plan because at the time <clears throat> that I started my business, my husband and I were new in our, you know, it was new in our relationship and uh, he was not a permanent resident at the time. And so we were going through the um, immigration process. And the reality of the situation is that he could have been denied. And if that were the case, 
was I going to have a long distance marriage with a child or am I going to go where he, you know, wherever he is? And so I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to worry about a language barrier, that I didn't have to worry about finding another job. And so introduce, you know, not only did I see this hole in the industry, but I also saw the ability for me to do it, do what I do on a day-to-day -day job, you know, day-to-day -day basis individually for, for small businesses. But again, that's not how my business, although that was what was in my head, I started off just doing physical organization. And if you think about that, the fact that I would have to move to another country and any clients that I built at that time wouldn't move with me. <laughs> so that didn't make sense, you know? And so I really had to, I really had to navigate that and think about, okay, you're, you're, you're developing this business and it's being successful and you're doing the physical organization. But first of all, you don't like that. Second of all, in the end, in the end um, picture of what you see, this isn't where you see it going. So why are you spending the effort Focus on physical organization wholeheartedly, 100%, when you really want to be doing more of the business side of things. And so that's when my business began to shift and it began to evolve into what it is now, which is I, I didn't abandon the physical organization. I just changed it in a way where I'm teaching people how to do this for themselves. I'm not coming in and physically doing it for you because I just felt like that was not beneficial to anyone. Because I can, I can come in your house today, Dakota, and get you organized and, and look perfect and you're all happy, but I leave and you keep living. And so your home is gonna continue to evolve and the mess is gonna come back if you don't know how to maintain it, if it's not built around what you need. So I really spend time educating people on how to develop those systems and processes for themselves. And that's really what my, my business has evolved into is really teaching people how to do things for themselves, teaching them the whys and the hows behind the processes and the organization that they need to have in their business, in their homes, in their lives, so that they can live basically their happiest life. And that's how the happiness bucket, the name of my company came about. Cause it's like, you are the bucket, right? And you've got to put things in that are going to fill you. I'm getting a little, you know, I'm Christian. I'm, I'm getting a little religious here, but you know, you're filling the bucket. You're filling it and it's going to overflow to the point where it's just spilling happiness out. And so that's kind of my viewpoint of what my business, you know, basically the purpose and what it comes from. So when you think about, you know, are you ready to quit your full-time job? Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> It's, it's filling me, so I'm good. I'm good. Great question. Well, great response because I want to get your point of view because, I mean, again, you're unique. Most people that, I guess, that I know would say, I'm getting my business off the ground and boss, <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, for yeah. wrap up, you mentioned one thing, which is basically having a to-do list. What's mm -hmm. one other tip you can give audience about how to be more organized and I like the point you said basically being self-sufficient doing things on your own what's one more point before we close um I think making sure that you um identify your um peak hours your peak time of um, productivity so that you are filling that time because everybody has a peak time and it, in in some cases you may have more than one but I know mine's in the evenings, right? Well, eat afternoon, right? Two to four is like my 
when I'm like, once I start doing something during that time, I'm just like cranking it out, right? So if you figure out what that productivity time is and make sure that your to-dos are actually um, calendared in. So a lot of people create this task list and they're, they're going down the list and they're kind of marking things off. But when you think about things that are important to you and that are important to your day, they're usually appointments. They're usually calendared in. And the only reason that you move it is if something more important comes along, right? So why not put it on your calendar? Why not dedicate, you know, 30 minutes? And when I put things on my calendar, everything goes in my calendar as a 30 minute appointment, even meetings, unless it is a clear cut, it needs to be 45 minutes for an hour. Um, and so we've got to get our mentality out of scheduling everything for an hour. So 15 minutes, 30 minute blocks of, I need to do this, let me put it on my calendar. Cause that means if you say everything is 15 minutes, right? That's an hour, you've knocked out four things. If you think of it from that mentality, you know what I'm saying? So um, definitely that, I guess, if any tip I can give you right now, just a quick, you can apply it today, that would be. Awesome. So tell about, about how to connect with you on social media and your website, please. Of course. So everything is Dana L'Oreal Morales. Um, and you, you can get my website is dlmorales.com where you can, all my social um, is on that website. And that will also take you directly to Organized Academy. Or you can just go to organizedacademy.com. Either will get you there. Um, but definitely reach out to me. I'm most popular, most popular, most active on Instagram or LinkedIn, those are the two main. I am on Facebook, but that's kind of that third layer. Uh, so Instagram would be primary, LinkedIn, of course, secondary, and then um, the newsletter or website. So Dana L'Oreal Morales or dlmorales.com. Awesome, well, thank you for your time, Dana, and sure. thank you for listening to the Your Money Hour podcast.